Do you guys have things that you dislike about Christmas? Like, maybe that should be the topic. What we love and hate about Christmas. We can. I don't know that I have anything I super dislike, but I could no. definitely think of things. You can make things. Like, make the bell up. ringers outside of Walmart. I don't. I always oh. sympathize like with the bell ringers because I know how much everybody else hates them. I believe in what they're doing. them. But I don't like it. It feels too pressury. It is, because then I'm like, oh. You smile and say, hey. I did it once. You really? were a bell ringer? I was. What? Me and my mom and my brother. We For the uh, Salvation Army? Yeah. I might have walked past you and never known it because I do not make eye contact with those people. That's totally fine. <laughs> I intentionally I make eye contact and smile. But then do you give something? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Three, two, one. Hi, Hi I'm, I'm Graham. And welcome back to the Eat My Shorts podcast. I hate the Polar Express. No! We can we can work our way to that. I hate 60% of the Polar Express. Does that uh, mean you hate Tom Hanks? <gasps> no. That's a sin. I He's just the 40 hate 60% of like. Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, in case you're wondering, our topic for today is what we love and hate about Christmas. Because it's mostly love. I don't think there's any Grinches around this table. But we definitely have things that... Are not our favorite about Christmas. I don't know. I can do a pretty good Christmas Grinch season. impression. Uh, that's not something you can say and not follow up. <laughs> yeah, with you kind of have to do it now. <laughs> no, no, you gotta say hi. You gotta say hi. <laughs> I'm the Grinch, and welcome to the Eat no, My Shorts podcast. Oh, hold on. I need to. I need. I'm gonna to give get you a countdown. Moment. Ready? Commit. No. Five, Five two, four, two, three. One. Seven, I don't even know how to. Go. I don't even know how to start that. That did not sound like the Grinch. That's how. Yeah, it sounded like hi. The worst impression. I'm the Grinch. <laughs> Max, shut up. Welcome to the Eat My Shorts podcast. The my heart is beating so hard right Why? now. You're There's among so friends. much pressure. Just try. This will be shared. And what if it's bad? <laughs> Do you realize how much of this podcast is on the internet, and how much of this podcast isn't great, and even how much of it's bad? There are worse things that we've put out there than your Grinch impression. True. Ugh. Here, while you're in the corner psyching yourself up for this impression, I would like to just take a moment and say something I love about the season, which is Spotify Wrapped. I oh, love Spotify Wrapped. Yes. And huge shout out to all the people who our number our podcast was the podcast you listened to the most. Woo! That was very was that really? flattering. Some yes. people. Some people. Jonathan almost. Ether, Josh Spear, Maggie, your sister. Maggie, your sister. Nick Fisher. All those people. Dang. Nice. I I feel a huge responsibility to make interesting things for you now. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently they find it interesting already, which is... That's cool. Oh, that's great. It's cool, yeah. yeah. Hey, no pressure. If you want to quit, we're not going to It wasn't you. even in the top five for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh! I don't know if it was, it was for me either, to be top honest. Three. What was my was top podcast? I'm actually really curious now. I'm yeah, let's go over these lists. I'm so glad that yeah. they made this like easily reviewable. <laughs> what? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> now that's a podcast. <laughs> That was one of my top songs. Let me see what Spotify. <laughs> Mine is a very interesting mix. Okay, what are your top podcast? Uh, podcasts? My top podcast is Crime Junkie. Mm. Second, Journey Women. Third, Eat My Shorts. Fourth, the Craig Groeschel Leadership Podcast. Whoa. And then number five is the Yes to God Podcast by Life Action. Mm. Wow. 
I'm, Shadow, I'm, that's a really right, good employer. list. My list is not that good. What is it? I'm trying uh, to find the podcast section. Number one it's is like the s- fifth to last. Yeah, gotta... Number one is the herd with Colin Cowherd, uh, which is sports talk. <laughs> so. Not bad. Um, second is Team Deacons podcast with Roger Dean and James Deacons. Deacons talking about cinematography. Third is a podcast. I've never actually talked about this one. It's called Fictional. Um, actually, really good. It's this guy who takes like great works of fiction and puts them into a podcast form and just tells you the story. So, whereas like reading The Count of Monte Cristo might be kind of boring because it's an old book, he makes it really interesting. Hmm. So, if you're interested What's it in it, it's called Fictional. That so it's like audio. Really it's like an audio book. Sort of no, podcast. he's not reading it to he you. He just is retelling the story. Yeah, he's just oh, retelling the story. I love, I love so, hearing that cool. type of stuff. That's yeah, it's cool. like his six-part one on the Count of Monte Cristo is really interesting. Um, the one that he did on Dracula is really mm. good mm. and mm. kind of creepy. Oh wow, yeah. that's cool. And then uh, just because I'm a, it now. I'm a basic Christian, I have the rise and fall of Mars Hill. <laughs> what number is that on yours? <laughs> number four. Okay. And I have mixed feelings about that, so don't think I'm just saying you should listen to that religiously. And then uh, number five is the Piketon Massacre. (laughs) (laughs) No mixed feelings on that. Uh, Yeah, no mixed feelings on that. That one was, I listened to, I think, about half of that one. That was was good. If I didn't kind of, yeah, it was good. I think I I started listening to that. I listened to the first episode. And I've listened to Crime Junkie for so long that I really like the way they storytell things. That Mm -hmm. when I listened to that, it was kind of throwing me off a little bit. But it was really interesting. My number one is... uh, I feel like basic dude now, which is Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> um, then Ear Biscuits. Okay, with Red Link. Yeah, yep. Which nice. I will say, I I listened to them more at the beginning of this year, uh, and then it really has tapered off lately. Like I haven't listened to them all lately because mm-hmm. I feel like it's been weird. Our relationship is weird now. It's <laughs> true. Uh, then the rise and fall of Marcel. Yeah. <laughs> Myself. There we go. Ronstadt by Red and Link. Which is their audio drama? Okay, what were the words you just said? (laughs) Ronstadt. 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 Is that a person? It is a a fictional. So it's their uh, audio drama series. It's a fictional audio drama about a noir detective in a kind of like horror thriller world. Oh. And Rhett plays Ronstadt, who is this like, um, he can see like the, the, like, another dimension where like monsters live, um, where they like coexist in our world, but he can see them. And there's like this war or this monster lord that's trying to attack. Like I forgot what city he's in. I feel like he's in New York, but I could be wrong. Anyway, I really like it. I tried to get Carter into it. I never dip my toes in it, and, and I realized I, no I was going to stop because I want people to just experience it without being forced. But I really liked it. Uh, because I think it was like it's really good to listen to on your way home from work because it's kind of dark and it's eerie mm. and it's again that kind of like spooky feeling. But it's kind of the first episode took me a while to get into, but it's definitely got that noir like thriller feel. I'm really and then obs- Conan O'Brien was my number five. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Flula episode of Conan O'Brien because that one is hilarious. If you don't know who Flula is, F L U L A, he's one of the gems of the internet. That the pressure of the internet has crushed 
down all this crap into a couple of like diamonds and he's one of the diamonds and he and conan and o'brien are like the perfect oh dude they're amazing <laughs> okay so mine again number one is the joe rogan experience which doesn't surprise me at all um number two does surprise so speed gibson of the international secret police is this old radio drama from like the f- i think that it was like before world war ii for... it was like the 30s Whoa. so like okay so this was my um homeschoolness coming out um so my mom would go to these, you know, homeschool conventions where they sold all this curriculum and like stuff. Um, and one time she went to one and she came back with like these three CDs of these old audio dramas. Um, and uh, they were, I binged listening the crap out of them for a while. What were the audio, audio dramas called? Um, there was. Uh, um, was it story time? Our story time? No. Did anyone listen to that? Mm-hmm. Okay. It was um, there was a sorry. Sp- there was a space. By one, the way, I remember it comes what it was. To you, Ali. Grinch impression. Yeah, do it now. <laughs> we are okay, working my towards fa- that. It's Don't the face. It's it. not Just my voice. It. It's the face that well, I do. So if I do it on the podcast, Don't worry. Imagine Ali with a Grinch. Describe your face for our listeners. Okay, if you want to see it, just go to my Instagram and then look at my reel. That's all I'm gonna say. All right. But so, they don't want to see it. They want to hear it. So when it comes to you, they're gonna hear it. Yeah, do so. Prep yourself up. So uh, there was that one, which I really only listened to on my solo trip. So I don't really know why that's on there. And then number three was Rise and Fall of Mars Hill. Uh, (laughs) Number four was Ear Biscuits. I'm shocked that one's on there at all because ever since their deconstruction episodes, I have not listened to them much. Um, And then number five is the Passion Passion City Church podcast, which is just their channel they put out their sermons on. So Louis Giglio. Whoop, whoop. Cringe impression. All right, Allie. Go. I'm trying to think of what to say. Do you want us? Ah! Do you want us all to like close our eyes and turn the other way? No. Yep, we're doing it now. All right. I don't know to what to say. Audience. I don't know what to say. Nobody's Graham looking at her now. Twisting her chairs and looking away from Alan. Okay, wait. So what do I say? Whatever I you want uh, to say. I'm the Grinch, and welcome <laughs> to the Eat My Short. And Allie, podcast. just so you know, there's no pressure here because I didn't really ever watch anything with the Grinch in it when I was growing up, so I don't know if this is good or not. Okay, this is actually gonna be really bad. Oh my goodness. We're still not looking. It's gonna be only positive reactions. <laughs> only positive. Only positive. I can't do it. I'm laughing. It's gonna sound bad now because I'm laughing. Allie, our... we will only say positive things after this. <laughs> for our Spotify <laughs> that listeners. That was pretty close. <laughs> for our Spotify listeners, swipe up and go to the poll. <laughs> Should Allie do her Grinch impression? Yes or no? They said yes. <laughs> they <No>. said yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's gonna it's gonna be bad. Just, I already just know. Do, just do it. Allie, we're gonna react positively. I, I it's not. I can't even come out in the world. Oh, wait. Okay. I can't. The anticipation okay. was so high. We're gonna react positively, but that was terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like I want to do it, but it's just not coming out. I'm sorry. All right, then it's your responsibility to post the reel on the Eat My Shorts Instagram. Okay. All right. Boom. That's easy. Okay. Um, right. We hate Christmas. <laughs> No, no, we no. don't. What Wait, do we're you not. love, and what do you not so much love about right. Christmas? Yeah. Um, I don't really. I, we we focus on the Polar Express for a minute. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really care too much for that movie. The soundtrack doesn't really do anything for me, although it is stuck in my head. There's the only animation one is great. the animation's a little frightening. There's just kind of lifeless eyes. <laughs> well, it's because they they make them look. They try to make them very lifelike. 
the but the, the animation. eyes are I know, not life. But it doesn't work. There's actually <laughs> a video my sister the showed me Valley. that says any type of animation where it's they try too hard to make them look realistic. Like there's actually something psychological there where we know it's supposed to look real, but it's not real, which makes it creepy. There's also mm. something very creepy about the scene where they're doing the hot chocolate song. And there's like the servers doing backflips over like the children, over the children on like the booths with scalding hot coffee or chocolate. But it's the way that they're contorting when they do the backflips that's just completely unnatural. And then what the heck is up with the hobo on top? Like he's yeah, that's just so kind of my favorite scene. That character of the is whole... the most confusing to me. With the puppets in that one room too that come down, that's frightening. Oh, I oh about that. Yeah. yeah. My favorite scenes in that movie is the hot chocolate scene. And then it's really like my family didn't like it, but I really enjoyed it when the elk are in front of the train and you, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> and they're pulling the engineer's beard. Oh yeah, and uh. he's just screaming. I got a kick out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Rip to the engineer. Nathan, do you like it or not? Um, I most people I know don't like it. I had a very positive experience with it. I get why people don't like it, though, and the more I think about it, the more I'm like, yeah, I guess I don't really like it that much. <laughs> it still is maybe you my- You don't m- have to conform. No, if I'm not like conforming it, because like I think it's still my most favorite representation of Santa. Hmm. The way he's, like, portrayed in that movie. Like, how cool it is when he's introed. Awesome. Got yeah. chills. How he, like, points out the kid, brings the kid up, talks to him. So cool. And the way he, like- Leaves in the bell in a casual note. I'm like, Santa is cool pretty guy. cool. I, I mean, you can't you can't hate on uh, what, what what who was he that we just said Graham hated because he hated the movie? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Um, you can't really hate on his character at all. Well, he plays a he plays lot a lot of, of people, but like his main he character. He plays every but... single character, right? Well, no. I mean, not the kids, what? but he all plays the, the kids too. Really? He Conductor? plays. He doesn't play the girl. Oh yeah, he plays he plays the little boy, right? He plays the little boy and the nerdy boy with glasses too. <laughs> that I didn't know that. Wow. I didn't know that. That's impressive. I'm pretty sure it's him. And well, the little that's frightened worth a boy. Google. Uh I think so. Maybe. Maybe not. He's what? definitely he's the most Tom Hanks of all of them is the the hobo. Like the hobo and the the conductor, the ticket guy. Yeah, I mm-hmm. feel they're like, they're like the straight most, up yeah. Tom Hanks. Yeah. You know, I do like the scene with the train on the ice on the frozen lake. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty cool Where scene. Where they're like drifting. Yeah. The, the, everything about that scene, actually, that does it for me, actually, <laughs> now that we say it. So I'm going to YouTube that later. <laughs> what is it that the conductor says as he's like, turn this sled turn around? Left. But then turn he starts, right. he starts <laughs> yelling all this other stuff. I remember one word he goes, Hawkinstern! And I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> like, toward the end, he just starts yelling gibberish. But I, I think it means something. I think there were different ways of saying left and right. Yeah. He was just, like, in a perilous situation, totally freestyling. You know, it was pretty cool, though. He was yeah. in the zone. I was in the zone. Everybody was in the zone. Fast okay. and Furious Polar Express. Yeah, mission. that's what's up. Yeah, there it is. So, Polar Express, round the table, like or dislike? Neutral. I have to say overall dislike. I'm pretty neutral. I didn't really grow up watching that one, so. I probably lean more like than dislike. But... I, I would have to say like. So am I the only person who said dislike? <laughs> no, I thought Ellie said. I said neutral. I don't really oh. have any likes or dis- Like, I don't have to watch the movie to feel like it's Christmas, but I also am mm. like, oh, like, 
I hate the movie when I watch it. You know, it's kind of like, eh. <laughs> I really like dislike. <laughs> Fine, I'll just say dislike to be another dislike. Everybody this... who dislikes, use Allie and I's comment as the dislike button. This might be. Shout out to YouTube for taking away the dislike button. <laughs> Counter. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, this might be a little contentious, but I kind of dislike the gift giving experience. Really? Or I just don't. I do not like gift shopping. That's, that's true. I think that's what gives me because I get this like anxiety that I'm not going to get something. I guess, and I don't know what to get them. You're not going to get mm-hmm. something. Well, not not that I'm not going to receive something. Uh, You're not going to get like, something. I'm not going to find enough. something good enough for them. Hmm. Yeah, and it's going to seem pressure. like I just mailed it in. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like getting gifts, uh, but I also <laughs> there is a lot of pressure. I'm feeling it now. I, I'm feeling it as I'm describing it. I know. The worst yeah. thing is... Anxiety is, like, creeping in. Is I know that right now is the best time to buy this stuff because of Cyber Monday and Cyber Week and Black Friday. Right. But it's it comes and goes, and I miss it, like, every year. One Christmas, I did it. I was watching an Unbox Therapy video on YouTube, and he does, like, tech reviews, and he did, like, the top 10 tech Christmas deals for Black Friday. And, like, I got... like two out of the three gifts I bought that year were from that video and that was super nice but I've failed pretty much to do that every other year so anxiety is real how long do you guys wait to buy Christmas presents because my dad has this tradition where he literally will go a couple of days before to get gifts and he'll take he used to take Ashlyn now he takes me to go buy presents for everyone and he usually you can count on him getting the same things for my mom like every year <laughs> it's usually some sort of like like spoons or something like that maybe some slippers like just the slippers just the generic things that's cars every year i love me some slippers that's such a classy gift though yeah actually no i think classy. i i get mom slippers dad dad, <laughs> dad it's usually some sort of kitchen appliance or something like that yeah mm. It is I okay so there is an aspect of the gift giving that I do like like the gift buying because when I was growing up my parents were pretty stingy with the gifts so like a big ticket item would be like $60 or whatever and they would maybe I don't know how much they would budget for my brother and I I feel like it was around $80 a person for like stockings gifts kind of everything maybe it was 100 I don't know um but I always felt kind of like I don't know if shortchanged is the right word, but I'm like, I got these friends like, I got a PSP for Christmas. I got a Wii for Christmas. I got this. I got a that. And I'm just like, I got socks. <laughs> and now I ask for socks. I legit, I like, I love me some socks. I asked for them this year. But um, so I like shelling out and buying all my family members like more expensive gifts, even if it hurts my account, because it's like, this was lacking when I was a child. Now I can... Bestow it. Now I can be the thing that I wanted when I was a kid. So I do like that aspect of it. What about, okay, do you like gifts or do you like, well, I mean, I guess stockings are also gifts, but which which are you more excited about, getting a stocking or opening up a gift? Because growing up, we loved the stockings because there would hmm. be so many fun small things in there and we could always count on getting mascara every year. That's that's when we get our mascara. So, How long would it last? I mean, a half a year, maybe. For me, it was body wash. That's where I got body wash. 
Because the rest of the year, bars of soap. But from Christmas, body wash. <laughs> yeah. I would like to say half a year. Sometimes it lasts all year, or I'll make it last all year. But hmm. nice. I feel like you know, some people grew up with like stockings being like stockings kind of range on the scale of like either not having them at all or it being like the biggest thing. Uh, stockings growing up was always like because all of our uh, bedrooms were upstairs. Stockings was like the oh, you guys don't have a fireplace. No, funny story about that in a minute. But like, uh, the stockings was like the passageway before you got to the tree. So you go down, you get, you hit your stockings, and it's like all these like like candies and snacks and socks and like soaps and Hot Wheels or something. And it's like all the fun stuff that you kind of come to in an hour to go eat. You know, that's kind of what we would do. That's a really fun way to start the day. It was it's, cool. it is a lot of fun. It was a lot, and I, me and Blake have done that too. So I got stockings like our year one. So. Nice. I, although she pre-stuffed them, and I didn't know it, I was like, oh, "I've got stuff left over from last year." And then I pulled out, I was like, "Beef jerky." And she was like, "I, I was getting ahead of the game." I was like, "Oh, sorry," <laughs> <laughs> but it's great. I'm excited for the beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We did have a fireplace when we were in Little Rock, and uh, they had the you know the little like stocking hanger things, and it was like a reindeer and like Santa Claus, and they're all like big metal, and. I remember it was just one year we all like ran out, like, like go check the stockings out. And Maggie was probably like two or three. She's like waddling over to a stocking. She grabs oh, it. Oh no! Pulls it down. No. The whole stocking like holder thing just comes down on it and just crashes on her head. Uh. And then it was screaming for about thirty minutes after that. And she had a huge like. It was almost like, do we go to the hospital? Do we not? Ooh, <laughs> that's intense. <laughs> It's a Merry it's Christmas. A, it's, a, it's a fond memory. I got Clone Wars that year too on VHS. <laughs> Speaking hey. of headaches on Christmas, I usually would get a headache throughout the rest of the day because we would have like monkey bread and fresh orange juice. Um, so all the sugar. I'd, I'd have a mushy headache the rest of the day. <laughs> Christmas headache. Christmas day after the morning is the weirdest day. Because there's true. so much hype so true, yeah. going into the day. And it's like, now. It's like, what do you do out. now? Yeah. yeah. I guess I'll put together this piece of furniture I got for Christmas. <laughs> have you uh, have you ever given a gift that, like, inwardly you were like, dang, that was pretty thoughtful? Yeah. <laughs> I have. I've been like, man. Please describe. <laughs> dang, I wish I had that gift. <laughs> I guess it's. um. It's not so much that that was thoughtful. It was like I spent money on that, like a decent amount, and it it was a risk, but I hit the nail on the head. It was like I got my mom, I think two Christmases ago, one of those ninja, um, no, one of the bullet blenders, like the oh, neutral oh, bullet oh, ones. Nice. Mm-hmm. I was like, I went to Best Buy. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll buy this for her. I hope she already has a blender. I hope she likes this. And then like she like for like months afterward was like, I love my blender. I'm like, yeah, well done. <laughs> yes, nice. that's impressive. I always liked getting gifts for my family growing up, and that was my favorite thing. I would look forward to giving my gift on mm-hmm. Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I have a, I have good memories with that. And it, yes, it can kind of create some anxiety if I don't really know what I want to get them, but I'm always excited when I do get to give it to them. So, mm. I think for me, it wasn't really gifts. I went through a stretch of years where I got super creative with the wrapping. <laughs> so... It started with my little sister where I was like, I'm going to make her present look like a train. 
And so I did. I had to like cardboard parts and I had some help and stuff. What so. did uh, what was the actual gift? Oh. I don't even remember. Was she uh, more excited? Maybe about like a hoodie. She's like, oh, "That's a train." Yeah, because like she saw it was addressed to her, and everybody talked about it, and it was like, "Train, that's awesome." So then the next year, I was like, uh, "How do I beat that?" And then I encased my other sister's present in Legos, and then I just wrapped it and I left loose Legos in it, so she would shake it and be like, "This sounds like Legos." That was the dead giveaway. Uh, if you were getting Legos, yeah. you knew you were getting Legos. Oh, yeah. It was just a question of then. Which set am I getting? Is it City? Yeah. Is it Star Wars? Yeah. My my favorite one? <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, that was a risk. Is it Lego City or is it Star Wars? Because you didn't like the City ones as it's much, right? It's not always your favorite. It no. wasn't so yeah. cool. The cops didn't have guns. Yeah. <laughs> it was too peaceful, basic. It's always like blue. Blue and white. Yeah. Um, but then I think my most favorite one was I wrapped a present and I left Christmas lights in it so then you could plug in the present and it would glow. That's mm. pretty cool. That was my favorite. Have That's you carried on to the tradition? With I Bethany? ran out of ideas. Let's think of an idea right probably now. probably do What's that a good this idea? year. Wait, Wait before, so... somebody, before somebody recreates the lights in the box thing, was that a fire hazard? Uh, Probably, yeah. Probably so shouldn't do that. Guys, probably. Yeah. I mean, you can try it, but I, we do not encourage it. My next present that I wanted to do was uh, figure out a way for my brother to shoot it, and it would blow up and reveal his present. Whoa. <laughs> Didn't quite figure out the science on that one, and that's kind of when it stopped because my goals reached beyond you my abilities. You should try one. Like, so it's like, so I'm imagining this like simple box. It's like wrapped simply. And then you have like this grid around it with like fishing line all oh. attached in random areas, and then you have this like button. And then you press the button, it just unwraps your gift for you. This is like that's pretty awesome. But it I, not it where like, I saw a, that like a going. Way. I I was still on the blow up theme, so I thought it was like something you had to cut the wires in a certain order, or the present blows up. Oh, that's a good risk that or reward. That would be kind of awesome too. <laughs> Don't cut the red wire. <laughs> I feel like that's what you give your like super anxious bad child. <laughs> For Christmas, you're like, Merry Christmas, here's your gift. Also, if you don't cut the wires, if you don't disarm the bomb, it's going to blow up your gift. In your face. You've been a bad child this year. Merry Christmas. All afternoon, they're just sitting, like, on the couch, like, pondering what they should do. Looking at the charred remains of after failing. I'm not going to be a good dad. I'm not going to be a good dad. <laughs> what would be hilarious is you could just rig it to explode, and you could make it be a PS5, but it's like a junk one, that, like a Wish PS5, so it's not even real, so they think they almost got a PS5, but it really costs you 10 bucks. <laughs> wow. Dang. You know, we might the, need to see a therapist. It's, it's the thought that counts. It's the effort. A healthy child would be like, you know what? There's a lot of effort that went into this. Thank you for loving me. <laughs> That's the best gift I could have had this Christmas. And you're gonna look and at then you're like, who are you? I'm just gonna shrug on what I just thought it'd be funny. And then you're like, well, I guess I gotta buy you the PS5 now. Thoughts on ice skating? Go. Oh. <clears throat> Love or hate? Okay. Like or dislike? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, couldn't resist. I actually love ice skating. Carter's really good at ice skating. Because I was good at rollerblading. Hand in hand. I would like to apologize to my wife as I say this. I don't like ice skating usually mm. very much. Do you think she can ice skate while pregnant? Will you allow that? I would 
I will allow that. It makes it sound like I'm I know. her master. In, in a like a protective way. I would ask like, her lovingly as a or... husband to please not. <laughs> and I don't even think she would attempt it. But yeah, ice skating. It's just like it's rough to me and it's uncomfortable to me. And I just like roller skating way better because it's so much smoother. Yeah, I agree. The only downside gotta go to, post Zamboni. to rollerblading is if your skate goes the wrong angle, then like your sticky wheels catch and then you fly. Whereas like mm. with skates, you have a little bit of leeway because it's at the end, it's ice. These things don't. It's actually interesting. Rollerblades work because the 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 wheels and the floor stick. Ice skating works because the skate and the ice slip. Oh. They're opposites. The what physics are the opposites, blade? but they give you the same result. <laughs> no. Nice. How does the rollerblade stick? How does no, that no, no. work? No, no, no. Without friction, roller skating doesn't work. Well, same with ice skating. The blade digs into the ice and gives it, you friction to push and slide. But this friction is different. I wish you could see Carter with his pinchy Carter finger. just did pinchy fingers. <laughs> just crab. so you know. <laughs> what did that even mean? Why did I do this? Is that sign is language? Different. Is crab fingers sign language for friction? I think I'm thinking like the friction for ice skating goes sideways into it, whereas the friction is flat on the roadways. <laughs> I don't know. Uh. Okay, so around the circle, hours. just gut reaction, like or dislike ice skating? Like. Like. Dislike. I used to like it. I don't know how I feel about it anymore. Why? It's really uncomfortable. I'm not good at it. Like, I feel like I'm constantly like this, and then it takes too much, like, leg work. It's, it's just It's too fun. Much. So there's, like, the classic ice skating rink where you just basically mindlessly going around, which isn't bad. But it gets old after a while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But the new one in Howard Park is a figure eight, so it feels like you're and you're going uphill and downhill. That's that the one is I like what I don't about like it. Ice skating. I like the experience of like the weather, the lights, the hot chocolate. I love all that. I'm not. I went to Howard Park and it was fun, but because it was uphill, it made it so much more challenging for me. And then there were all momentum. these turns, and then I was like going really fast at one point, and then I had to like. <laughs> Forced my way up a hill. It was just too much. I'm like, I didn't come for a workout. Came for like a leisurely skate. <laughs> Have you guys seen, because you're talking about the up and downhill. Have you seen uh, Red Bull's Ice Cross? No. Oh, is so that where they race down the hill? Yeah, so they have yeah. like this track that they make that's probably about 10 to 15 feet wide. And it's a massive ice slide with like jumps and stuff. Down and like a mountain, right? Or I don't like know if a really big hill. It's like a big hill. Um, like it takes the people like sixty seconds to get from start to end, and then there's like five people all side to side, and they're dressed up like hockey players. They don't have like poles or anything though to support them, so they're just like shooting down this ice thing, and they're slipping and flying all over the place. That'd be fun. That's it is terrifying. fascinating to watch. They have that for snowboarding and skiing too. Yeah, I think it started with snowboarding. Yeah, I think it did. I remember the first year that was in the Olympics. Yeah. Do y'all ski? Yeah. I snowboard. Yeah. I've snowboarded a couple of times. No. There's not a lot of good places to do it around here, and it's no. not really a part of the culture. If you lived out west, like close to the mountains, it'd be like, yeah. oh, let's go skiing. Like everybody skis. Yeah. yeah. But, well, it's tough too. I mean, we live in Indiana. So, what's our. It's like known for being what's flat. Our, what's our equivalent for skiing here? You want to go see a movie? Cross country. 
Your mom was big into cross country skiing. I don't care for cross country skiing too much. It's that's that's a workout for like no reward whatsoever. <laughs> like you go for like thirty minutes and you're dying. You're like, you finally get to a hill and you're like, yeah, and then you go down and it's like super slow. And, I remember mm. randomly one day us being at your house just like playing in the woods. I think we were making like a little movie or something yeah. or just playing with Nerf guns or something mm-hmm. or both. And then like looking out and seeing your mom on the golf course cross country skiing and she like stops she like waves and then just like skis on. <laughs> I really it reminds me of Jim Gaffigan. It's not it's like one of those riffs where he's like cross country skiing. If you like skiing without all the fun of skiing <laughs> That's 100% I think, accurate. I think the way he describes it, he's like, you know that really awkward part where you're at the bottom of the hill and you have to get on the lift? He's yes. like, it's like that, but for miles. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's literally not the best. <laughs> All right, I'll knock that off my list of things to do. No. Hey, no, people love it. Don't knock it until you try it. People love it. Yeah, and there are a few good places around here, but you kind of have to drive. Like, There's a good place up by Kalamazoo. Yeah, I want to take Blake there. Yeah. She's never, she was, you know, Florida girl, so no skiing. I will say, back to ice skating for a second, being like the one good skater when you go with a group of friends who are not good skaters is one of the least fun things that you can do with your time. Oh, really? I mean, because you want to go like fast around in circles and then they're like holding onto the wall and like going down <laughs> sideways. Nothing against those people. We were all there at one point. Some of us chose to get better though. Some of us chose to apply ourselves. I think you as a I child. I feel personally attacked. You were, you were open to experiencing, you were open to falling in pain way more than I was comfortable with. I was still scared. So you were like, you would, you would just go for it and biff it hard. And I was like, I never want to biff it hard. <laughs> I was always intimidated by kids like that because I was like, how are they so brave? But they were always the ones who were like a hill and they'd be like, I'm running down it full speed. I will say there's a plenty of people who just go to have a good time like once a year and they are those people. And some of you guys are listening and that's okay. You know, you're, yeah. you're doing your thing. You're having fun just for your fast friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little painful. <laughs> So if you're one of those people, don't invite Carter to go with you. Or apply yourself and get better. <laughs> I feel like now just a bunch of the slow people should just like kind of pack together, and then when you're speeding by them, they just close on you. <laughs> that would be wait, wait, wait. Rover, Red Rover on ice skates. Whoa! <laughs> so much more injury, but can you so believe fun. adults of that generation let that game happen? <laughs> I've only played it like twice because. But it's so fun. What are the rules again? Like you had to break through the, the barrier of just people. Yeah. They would so it's like everyone hands. links arms. And you and have to say, Red Rover, Red Rover, rip my arm off my shoulder. <laughs> no, that wasn't what they said. That was a comedian who said that. But uh, And then you run at them full speed and you try and break through. And if you break through, you win. And usually that involves a large amount of pain for the people holding. <laughs> it depends how committed those people are too because – I remember watching a commercial for something, and it was for, like, some kind of bi- antibiotics. But, like, it was, like, you know, the bad cells versus the good cells. But the good cells, like, once they took this, like, vitamin, they were, like, holding, you know, each other's arms. But they were, like, grabbing each other, like, up here by the shoulder. So, like, each arm length was basically two arm lengths thick, and there was no, like, give to it. So then it's just, like, the bad cells just crashing into it bouncing off. 
But if you play people like that, you're in trouble. But if you have the pansies who just hold hands, it's breakable. <laughs> I'm having gonna... a Guardians of the Galaxy moment yeah. where yeah. they all start mm-hmm. holding hands. That would have been a funny turn. It just turns into Red Rover at the end. <laughs> Thanos just runs in and tries to bust through. Oh, my God. Okay, Nathan, you and I have a meeting in two minutes. So. Oh, we do. We do. Yeah. So, okay, thanks, everybody. Hope uh, Christmas is good. I th- it is weird that we're talking about Christmas immediately after Thanksgiving. Like, I get it, but, like, I show up to church. It's all Christmas. Everything's Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. And it's, like, 50 degrees outside. <laughs> You know what it's the Midwest. my wife does, and I love it now, is you just kind of picture them as Thanksgiving is the kickoff to the Christmas season. So uh-huh. it's like all kind of the same, and you just enjoy the ride. And it's pretty fun. I'm all about it now. All right, everybody. Christmas is all kind of the same. <laughs> enjoy the ride. <laughs>